Hey there, mama! Welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a tactile way for you to prevent tantrums from your child when he doesn't want to do something you're telling him to do. Now, this will work for many kids, but it's particularly effective for those with toddlers. So if you have a toddler, then this is for you. We are talking about control. You're like, what? Give my toddler control? Absolutely. I'll explain. But before we start, I gotta say, there is a thin line between not giving your toddlers enough control and giving your toddlers way too much control. You're going to go from one end of, I can't ever get my toddler to do what I ask him to do because he never has a say, and he's rebelling because he can't do anything that he wants. And then your toddler calling all the shots because he knows that you're going to offer choices for literally everything leading him to bargain his way into any and every situation with the outcome that he is looking for. So if you're needing some helpful advice on how to draw that line, then I know you're going to love this episode. Let's get it, mama. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. Yes, some days are more difficult than others when you have a small human on your hands, but they don't have to be if you have this little tip stored in your back pocket. Here it is. One simple tip. Avoid asking yes or no questions when it comes to getting your kid to comply with a task. Yes, do not ask them yes or no questions. That's a little secret. For example, don't ask, do you need to go potty? You may hear a resounding, nope, been there. What about, can you put on your shoes? Nuh-uh. Nope. (laughs) This is where her true feelings really hit the surface and the power struggle starts to occur. And once you have a power struggle on your hands, things start to get real. Think like a small human for a moment. Yes, get into that little mind of hers. Think, why would I actually want to stop playing if you're asking me if I'm ready for lunch? Of course I'm not ready to stop playing. I want to keep playing. Or what was that? You asked me to pick up my clothes? Nah, there are other things I'd rather be doing. As soon as she realizes you asked a yes or no question, she knows that you are offering her control over the outcome of that situation. She knows that you phrased it in a way where she can get out of doing it. So why wouldn't she seize the opportunity to tell you her true feelings and avoid the task? I mean, wouldn't you want to avoid the task if someone was giving you an out? You're essentially giving her permission when you ask. Next thing you know, you're yelling at her to put her toys away because you're the mom and she needs to do as you say. And then she continues to yell back at you. But mama, you asked a yes or no question in the first place. Can you please put away your toys? No, I can't. Are you asking me if I want to put away my toys? No, I don't want to. I'm still playing. And that turns into a situation that is not fun. I've been there and I still have to remember 
the intentionality of my phrasing when I'm telling my toddler to do something that he needs to do. And there are still times when I back myself into a corner and I'm left thinking, Lord have mercy. Why did I just do that? I know I just backed myself into a corner (sighs) because I asked a yes or no question. And now I have to figure out how to get my way out of it, which is also not a fun situation. But the good news is that there's an alternative. Instead of giving my toddler control of the outcome and whether or not the task gets done, I give him control over how it gets done. The process. He has a say in the process. Let me explain. For example, if it's time to clean up his toys, I will state the expectation so that he knows it's a non-negotiable. Doing it is absolutely not an option. But then I do give him a choice as to how it gets done. I'll say something like, it's time to clean up your toys. Which toy would you like to put away first? If I know he's in a feisty mood, I might provide him with another option. Like, it's time to put away your toys. Would you like to do it by yourself or would you like some help? And sometimes I even go with the route of, hey, it's time to put away your toys. Would you like to put away the trash truck or would you like to put away the hauler? And that typically gets him in the gear and says, okay, well, I need to clean up. Now I get to choose. Mama's going to clean up one and I'm going to clean up the other one. And it it puts him in a right frame of mind so he's not focused on saying, no, I don't want to clean up. He knows that his task is to clean up and now he knows what he needs to do in order to start that process. But sometimes he knows what's up when I'm offering a choice. He knows that he has to do something he doesn't want to do regardless of how many options I give him. And he will tell me in his cutest little angry voice, anything, implying that he doesn't want to do any of the options that I give him. And after I chuckle under my breath for a second because it is pretty darn cute when he says anything, that's when I get my mama voice out and tell him, it sounds like you're choosing to pick up the toys by yourself. And typically when I do this, he comes back around and says, I want you to help me mama. And then I tell him, okay, I'll help you when you show me you're ready by picking up your toys and not yelling at me throughout the process. So when these real toddler moments pop up, I will tell my toddler, well, you lost that choice. So now I will make the choice for you. So if he is screaming anything and then choosing not to pick up his toys and then he throws one, that's when I say, okay, you lost that choice. And now I'm going to make the choice for you and you're going to clean them up by yourself. You don't have a choice anymore. You lost all control over that situation, which in that case for him, cleaning up his toys by himself is a natural consequence. But, you know, you could always take a toy away as well if he's throwing, but different day. Let me share another example. My toddler's biggest issue right now is going to the bathroom. I also babysit part-time and it's, it's actually been beneficial for my toddler because he's learning how to cope with a plethora of new experiences like sharing and not getting his way. But one of the experiences is not being able to use his bathroom when he wants because it's time to go potty and his friend is using it, which can be a real drag. But babies gotta learn how to cope sometime. But here's the funny part about toddlers. They are fine with the alternative if you offer them at any other time. But when they can't have their choice, then it's game on. Like for instance, my bathroom or yours. He's fine with using mine when he gets to pick. But as soon as I tell him that that's not an option, the walls come crumbling down. Oh. There are also times when I will preface whether or not he has a choice as to how going to the bathroom gets done. I'll phrase it in a way that explains that his friend is using the bathroom and this isn't a time where he gets to make that choice as to which bathroom he uses. So I'll rephrase the options. Instead of saying, it's time to go to the bathroom, which bathroom would you like to use? I'll say, it's time to use the bathroom in mommy's bathroom. 
do you want me to take you or would you like to go by yourself? And if he picks up on that and chooses to say, anybody, I will say, all right, it looks like you're choosing to go by yourself. And I'll escort him into the bathroom, close the door and tell him that if he would like my help or really just another body in the room because he's more than capable of going to the bathroom by himself, then he needs to show me that he's ready. Or I may even ask, it's time to go potty. Would you like to hop to mommy's bathroom or race me? But to help him learn that the whole world is not filled with choices and sometimes he's not always going to get what he wants, I do try to offer instances where he doesn't always get a say. I mix it up, so to speak. In an easy way that I found to help transition him out of always giving him a choice is at lunchtime. And so, for example, some days in our house, we have choice days and other days are menu days. Our choice days are where he gets a choice and our menu days is where I planned what we have for lunch and he doesn't get a say in that day. I'll still let him pick the side of fruit he wants, but I get to pick the main course. But if I do offer a choice, I try to... Stay away from saying, what do you want for lunch? Because that opens up a whole new can of tantrums when he says, I want Red Robin gourmet burgers. And I tell him, no, I wasn't prepared for that. And now I have to let him down because that's not an option. Even though I didn't say that wasn't an option, I said, what do you want for lunch? And anything is available for lunch when you ask it like that. So you have to be prepared to answer in a way that he knows that he can't have anything for lunch. You have to give him controlled options. Controlled options are when you give him a choice, but you control how many choices he has and what the choices are. So for example, I might present him with two options like, do you want grilled cheese or the classic chicken nuggets today for lunch? I know those two are desired options for him and I'm okay with making either one of those as well. So he gets to choose what he wants and I don't have to tell him no. But when you're doing this in this type of instance, make sure you're offering options that you're willing to cook. Don't say, do you want chicken nuggets or do you want Chinese? Well, of course, he's going to choose Chinese. And you're like, oh, well, I don't really feel like making all the fried rice and the egg roll, whatever. No, make sure you present him with options that you are willing to be able to make or, you know, in any of those situations too, not just for lunch. But when you're offering controlled options, make them options that are both acceptable by your standards. And then again, there are times when my toddler doesn't get a choice and it's my job to teach him how to handle that when he doesn't get his way. So what happens when he doesn't want to make any choices and he's left laying on the ottoman kicking his feet telling you he's not ready for bed? Yeah, that was me tonight. Woohoo! <laughs> it's in those instances where I remind him that he is capable of making a good choice on his own, one that makes him feel happy and proud, or I can make the choice for him and it will not be as enjoyable for him. And it's one where I typically offer a consequence depending on the extent of his behavior. So tonight, for instance, I said, when you make the right choice and do the right thing and go potty on your own, then you won't lose a bed buddy and we'll get to read our stories tonight. Or in some cases, he's even trying to earn back a bed buddy, which was actually the instance tonight I said, when you go do the right thing and go potty without any issues, you can earn a bed buddy back. But if you scream, dawdle, etc., I'm going to take another bed buddy. Providing him with consequences 
helps him to know what happens if he doesn't make the right choice. And something that I've actually been doing as well on top of that is talking about when he makes good choices, how he's going God's way. And I learned that through his church. That was the theme of last month's church was jump, jump, go God's way. So when he does something that he is supposed to do, I say, you jump, jumped and went God's way. And when he didn't do something that was going God's way, we talk about how, well, God's way is, you know, brushing our teeth when we're supposed to and listening to mommy and daddy even though that's hard it's hard to go God's way just like Jonah Jonah didn't go God's way and look what happened he got swallowed by a whale that's all I'm saying no no I don't go that far but we do talk about how it's important to go God's way in those situations and at this point it's hit or miss as to whether or not it sticks but I still repeat it nonetheless and like I said depending on the behavior I will either wait it out and let him make the choice on his own now if he's taking 10,000 years to make the choice then I will say I'm going to count down and that usually does the trick because he knows mama means business when I do that and the choice that I make he will probably not enjoy and there will probably be a consequence involved and now granted sometimes he just says no just just to get it off his chest but then he comes around and does it anyway it's actually quite the sight to see when he's stomping around putting his sandals on saying no I don't want to put my sandals down yet he's putting his sandals on the entire time I'm like whatever works for you sweet boy whatever works They're little fickle creatures they are. Sometimes they just need to get out the nose. They'll do it, but they don't want to do it. And they need to let you know that it's not something they want to do, which is fine as long as they're doing it in the appropriate way. But as we wrap up, let's review, shall we? And this would be a good place to take some notes. So to wrap up and recap, when you're wanting your little one to comply, try offer choices as to how the task is done. Avoid asking them to complete their tasks with a yes or no question because most of the time the answer will probably be no. If your little one isn't making a great choice, remind her that she is capable of making that good choice and give her some time to make it on her own. Sometimes they just need that time to wait it out and come to the conclusion that it would just be easier if I made the right choice on their own. And that's no problem and I mean I know sometimes it's it's hard because you're crunched for time and that's when you know you need to start implementing the countdown and say well right now we don't have time to wait this is a choice that has to be made now and if you can't make it then I'm gonna make it for you but if there's time wait it out and then even throw in there and talk to her about how when you do that that's going God's way and remind her how that will make her heart feel so proud and be sure to let her know when you see her making that good choice on her own and tell her that you notice she's working hard to keep her bed buddies or you notice she's being really responsible and trying really hard to go God's way even though it's hard. The more she feels that pride in those situations, the more likely she's going to be able to want to comply and go the right way and do the right thing even when she doesn't want to. But if she continues to not make a good choice, remind her that you will make the choice for her. And if you see fit, you will provide with a consequence. And sometimes you making the choice is consequent enough, but sometimes it's not and you need to do more. You have to gauge your child in that instance. And lastly, don't give options with which you aren't willing to follow through. If you provide two options as to how something gets done, be prepared to follow through with either of those choices. All right, mama friend, that's all from me. I would love to hear about your successes that you find with this approach to preventing the nose, so to speak. So be sure to tag me in your Instagram stories and I'll share them in mine and we can keep spreading the mama love together. Happy parenting. See you next time. 
Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.